The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Dr. Dakota J. Irby is a creator, activist, musician, author, consultant, and professor. And guess what? He's here with us just now. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing smashing, thanks. So you've got a book out, which is called Stuck Improving, Racial Equity and School Leadership. What does that title, Stuck Improving, actually mean? So the title Stuck Improving references a phenomena of people making progress and not making progress at the same time and kind of in the same week or the same day. So it almost kind of captures the experience of people say, you know, you uh, progress is a process of taking three steps forward, two steps backward. Um, Sometimes you're making progress, but it doesn't feel like you're making progress because as you get stronger, there's more to aspire towards. So the idea really tries to capture all of those different kinds of phenomena that happen um, when one particular school community that I studied for a seven year period attempted to make a school a more affirming place for black and brown students. Yeah. So are these improvements making things worse or just not really improving things? They're not making things worse um, at sometimes. So it really captures both progress and then lack of progress. So actually feeling like they're standing still in some moments, being still, being in the same place, and in other moments, making progress. Yeah. So what gave you the idea to write the book? So the the book came from a study that I conducted dating back to 2013 in a school community that was experiencing um, rapid diversification in the United States. Um, And this particular school community was having a much larger Latinx and Black population um, becoming a part of the school community. And so I started the project with them, and the idea of Stuck Improving emerged over time. Basically, as I studied this community and they will often say, I feel like we're making progress, but some days I feel stuck. And then sometimes they would be like, you know, we're, we're really doing a great job. I can see the changes. I can feel the changes. And then two weeks later, they would be like, we experienced this thing that set us back. And so the stuck improvement is the, the language that the people actually in the school community would kind of use. And I just put their conversations about being stuck and being improving together into one phrase. What is the best way to actually improve things? I mean, should they stick at these improving things, even if they don't feel like they're working? Yeah, absolutely. That's the kind of key, uh, you know, lesson of the book is that even when things don't feel like they're improving or when you feel like you're not making progress, you actually are um, 
sometimes making progress and at other times you're building a capacity to make progress. So it's almost like you are an athlete and you're shooting free throws. Like you really don't know how good you are until you actually get into the game. Right. Um, and so a lot of it is about kind of like building this muscle of getting better. Um, and you know, then it shows up at the times when it's, it's most needed. Yeah. And even sometimes I suppose you can make an improvement and it might not make much of a difference, but it was the correct decision to make. And if you were to reverse that improvement that would be wrong still absolutely absolutely so how long did this book take you to write uh it took me well there were starts and stops i would say yeah. all together about a year um i did the research project for seven years and then it wow. took me uh, about a year to get a book contract and then about a year to actually write the book up yeah and how much of it is research and how much of it is perhaps your own thoughts uh i would say about 90 percent of it is, you know, stories of the actual research setting where I conducted the study. Uh, it uses all of their data, their words. So a lot of, in a lot of what, uh, a, a lot of the book recounts different stories and different things that happen that demonstrate the, um, the concept of stuck improving. What do you think is so important about writing a book like this? Yeah, I mean, it's really important, um, especially in, you know, a world where, you know, we feel like we're making progress and then something happens where it feels like we're not making progress. Yeah. I mean, here in the United States, for example, uh, Roe v. Wade, which um, made abortions illegal, gave women the right to choose what they do with their bodies. Um, you know, it was reversed by the Supreme Court. And so it feels like a huge step back. But even with that step back, it's important that, uh, you know, people continue to fight, continue to work towards making, um, you know, our society more equitable and more, you know, and, and allow people to have the rights that they, that they deserve. Mm. And what do you think the main message of the book is as well? Yeah, the main message of the book is, you know, to even when you feel like there are setbacks or you feel like you're not making progress, that as you mentioned, certain actions that are still the right thing to do, yeah. despite whether you get the result that you want or not, or that you anticipate or not. And then the other part of it is, is that keep trying because the muscles, the uh, experience, the learning that you gain from trying eventually pays off over time. Yeah. And I suppose an important point as well is that you shouldn't expect. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. To make one small improvement and it all suddenly to be fixed because there isn't simply an overnight fix, is there? Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, there, there is this kind of incremental approach to change, right? Uh, where there's starts <laughs> and stops, where there's small victories, and then occasionally there's huge monumental victories, like, you know, watershed moments. Mm. All of those count towards, um, we should understand all of those is important for um, achieving progress and for racial equity in schools. Is there a certain element of it that's perhaps out of the school's control? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's certain things that, you know, schools can't control. They can't, you know, control students' home lives. They can't control, you know, broader kind of like policy issues that happen in society that make schooling less accessible, less affirming for black and brown students. So, for example, but there are things that people um, that schools can control, for example, uh, a curriculum, right? They can decide what books um, you know, they're going to put in front of students. But even sometimes in the United States right now, we're seeing a lot of book bans. And so that constrains um, at a kind of like large policy level what some schools are able to do in terms of providing educational resources to students. Yeah, that's interesting about the book bans. Is that books that you feel shouldn't be banned that are? Yeah, I don't think that the books should be banned. I mean, here in uh, the U.S., a lot of the book bans are happening in states where, um, you know, there it's more conservative um, you know, leaning uh, politics. I mean, these are books, the ban- The books that are being banned are books that teach African-American history, Black history, mm-hmm. that teach about um, LGBTQ rights, that teach about sexuality, um, any books related to race. There's some states that have these bans where any books that make uh, white people feel uncomfortable or ashamed or books that um, critique um, the United States are not allowed to be taught in schools anymore. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty remarkable. Um, you know, I mean, we've seen this kind of historically before, but um, the, the 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 scale and scope of what's happening right now is caught a lot of people off guard. Are there any books that you feel ought to be banned that aren't? I think that a lot of that should be at the discretion of educators, schools, kind of at a more of a lo- local level. I mean, clearly there are certain books that I think should be banned if they're not age appropriate, right, for like <laughs> elementary students and that sort of thing. But by the time kids are developmentally, you know, uh, high school, 16, 17, 17, 18 years old, um, you know, there's a lot of different kind of books that, you know, people should make their best judgment about. I don't think that it's the government's role to uniformly or any any layer of government's role to uniformly ban any books. And one book that definitely shouldn't be banned, I'm sure we can both agree, is Stuck Improving Racial Equity and School Leadership. That's the book now. Do you think you'll have more books out on the way? Yeah, I actually do have a new book that came out more recently 
actually it's an edited book called Dignity Affirming Education. It's edited by myself and my colleagues, Charity Anderson and Charles Payne. And it's a book uh, that's an edited volume where we invited several other authors to write chapters about what it means to engage students in a process that affirms their human dignity. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Well, where can we check out that book? And of course, this other book, Stuck Improving. You can access all of my books, uh, articles, music, um, learn about what I'm doing creatively and sign up for my newsletter at my website, which is www.dakotaurby.com. That's D-E-C-O-T-E-A-U-I-R-B-Y.com. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great having you on. Great. Thank you so much. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.